Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I am your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as intuitive. If you're interested, if you're going through emotions, I know for myself, at some days there might be a roller coaster of emotions, and I'm consistently bringing myself back to the present moment. I'm a mindfulness practitioner and a meditator, and those two practices, skills, and techniques have really been helpful for me, and I've been sharing them with clients. So please reach out to me through my website, which is nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. I have offices in both cities. I'm currently in New Orleans today, and my website offers you various options. This podcast is found at NOLA Therapy, where there are links to connect on iTunes, Google Play, and Android. If you enjoy my podcast, I invite you to rate and review it. It really helps a lot in the rankings. You can book sessions with me remotely through the scheduling tab, and I'm really excited to offer and share with you as I've been my book that is coming out in November. It is a book on self-forgiveness, empathy, based on the astrological placement of Chiron, which is the wounded healer archetype that Carl Jung addressed. And my book talks about how our deepest core woundings are actually the sources of our greatest power. And by knowing which of the 12 core woundings might have been operating in the background of your life, I offer affirmations and takeaway steps to be able to work with your core wound and shift it by shifting your thoughts and your belief system and really adopting a new way of viewing yourself as more expansive instead of being limited and based in what's happening in our day-to-day lives to really expand into the possibilities that are available for you and to you. And I'm really honored to share that last week, His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, endorsed my book after reading it. And It is such a treasure. I, in fact, meditated for over two years centered around that intention and raising my vibration to the vibration of compassion and loving kindness. And that really, I felt very just reflected in just the power of meditation and prayer that when we align with what we envision for ourselves, it's when doors open and the invisible, and then we start living them in our lives. And His Holiness's endorsement is is true proof of that in my life. So I invite you to go to nolatherapy.com, check out my book. I have an online class having to do with empowerment, I N empowerment, sourcing from within yourself and bringing forth your gifts and abilities and talents. And you can join my email list, follow me on social media, NOLA therapy on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. I'm going to shift to my guest because today I'm really excited to have a guest that I have heard about for years. We share so many mutual friends and in moments, John Jacob Mubarak, who is a licensed spiritual practitioner from Agape, 
spiritual center in Los Angeles where I'm a member. It's a really big deal to be a practitioner. It's an extensive training where I believe you identify a gift that you're going to bring out into the world and really kind of make your core teaching centered around. Additionally, John Jacob is the director of Rhythmia Life Advancement Center in Guanacosta, Costa Rica, where they offer breakthrough technologies infusing ancient wisdom with modern techniques, including plant medicine, yoga and movement-based experiences and classes, meditation, and powerful spiritual teachings. You can find out more at Rhythmia.com. And I'm really looking forward to having an expansive conversation today with you, John Jacob. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be here with you. And um, and what a beautiful introduction. Thank you. And just in, in your talking about your work, I'm so excited to talk to you as well. So Thank you. I'm honored. You're welcome. I am as well, John Jacob. Where do you want to begin with us today? I, I really would like to hear kind of what's been on your mind and your spirit to to start with. Well, you know, honestly, uh, honest, if, if, what a beautiful question. Um, what's been on my spirit, on my mind and my heart uh, this last week has been the, the depth of uh, projection. Uh, I mean, pardon me, of surrender. Mm. Uh, I was, I was in, the, I, I was in the Jungian archetype piece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> that's okay. That's <laughs> great. Slipped in. That's oh, my, great. My Freudian slip is showing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, of surrender, right? And this idea of surrender as uh, not being a doormat, surrender not being uh, throwing in the towel, or but that that surrender is actually. Um, is actually a position of power when we drop the mind that is trying to control and know and allow life to lead us. Um, we then move into the realm of the unknown. So, you know, that old saying, there's what I know, there's what I know I don't know. I, I know I don't know how to speak Russian. <laughs> but then there's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know I don't know. And most of our lives are lived in what I know and what I know I don't know. And, and we're creating our future from, from what, what is known. And spirit is trying to bring in this whole vast, infinite possibility of what, what I don't allowing, how life is leading me. If I allow life to lead me instead of life pushing me, if I give up the resistance and drop into the witness consciousness in surrender to what's so, infinite these possibilities emerge and life leads me in ways that i can't imagine so this week i've been noticing where i'm resisting i've been noticing the places in my life where it's like i'm expansive over here but i don't really want to give it up over here (laughs) wow that's what's been going on that's what's been on my heart this week you know john jacob as you're talking to us about this notion of surrender and and surrender from a position of power i'm thinking in my own journey to embrace surrendering and uh, fear comes up, like the fear of if I surrender almost. And, and for me, it's been based in my conceptualization of God, like God, spirit, universe is all loving. I know that now, like spirit does not want to do something to hurt us, to cause us to suffer. And I think that's from my own upbringing. And I, I think we overlay onto God and to spirit, kind of our own families, our own authoritative, authoritarian figures. And so I think to surrender, it really has to do with releasing fear. Can you talk to us about that and 
how we can maybe do that more easily? Absolutely. You know, um, you know, fear, this, well, this really steps into where, where your work really takes off is the, the, the core, our core woundings, right? As you were talking about the Jungian archetype of the wounded healer, Mm -hmm. Um, right? Our fear, I'm seeing that, that for me, the fear is releasing some aspect of myself that has served me up to this point and I don't want to let it go. And, 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 and at, you know, the idea is that the very thing that is a, a, my apparent obstacle is the very, is my perfect curriculum designed by the universe mm. for me. And I want to actually step back into what you said. Like, I know that the, that the universe is loving. I know that there's a presence that wants the best for me. And, you know, for a long time, I thought, well, I guess I just have to accept that, right? Like, I don't know that, but I guess somebody does because they're telling me mm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you can see a lot. It's easy to slip into victim consciousness around things and, and slip back into a sense that life is happening to me instead of for me. So how do I really know? Like, I'm kind of a, a analytical person to yes. a certain degree. And how do I really know that the universe is for me? Yes. Because stuff can happen that doesn't appear to be for me. Um, agape, here's a great example. Agape, uh, we had a huge water main that broke at the old campus in, in Buckingham when we were in Culver City. And it destroyed the sanctuary, destroyed everything. And oh. then our lease came up uh, and they didn't renew our lease because they wanted to raise the rent like three times of what it was. And we wow. couldn't afford that, you know? And so it looked like, it looked like, oh my God, we're being kicked out of our place. We don't have a place. We don't have a home. Um, this really sucks, right? Like, look at all this stuff. How, how can we say that there's a loving presence that wants only our best out of that circumstance, right? Water yes. breaking, destroying the sanctuary. We're out, we can't have service. And then we're losing our property. Fast forward to a year later where we are lean and mean, not mean, lean and clean, Yes. Uh, as a, a community at the Saban Theater. I with, love the Saban Theater. So I do too. It's beautiful. But it look is. at the perfection of what appeared to be a negative going online and not being able to have physical people in the sanctuary. That we have a place where we don't have overhead like we did with our own property. Yeah. Where we're renting a place one day a week instead of having to maintain it during this time. We would Jeez. be in huge financial issues as a spiritual community uh so so how do so we can look at examples like that what appeared to be a negative is actually a positive and then we can look to the principle which for me i love science as a metaphysical teaching right mm. science joe Dispenza says science is the new language of mysticism right so the first law of thermodynamics energy is neither created nor destroyed yes it can be transferred or conveyed into into various forms so if this energy can't be destroyed, it can't go against itself. Mm-hmm. It can't contradict itself. It can't destroy itself. It can't act in a harmful way to itself. Therefore, it must progress. for me, the way I tap into it's happening for me, it ha- and I know that the universe is supporting me no matter what the appearances are. And from that place, I have more agility, more facility, with fear 
Because from that place, then I can work with my fear to move it into, well, it looks like change and I'm afraid of it because I don't know what's coming up. But I, now I know, I know for sure down in my bones that whatever's happening has to be expansive. It has to be progressive. So then I can work with moving that fear into excitement and sort of yeah. excitement about what's coming. And then finally, as we embody excitement, we can then move into enthusiasm. And the, the Greek word root of it, it, it is full of God. We can move into a, 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 a state of being where we're allowing the divine influx to actually move through us and back into that conversation about surrender coming full circle. There is a short answer for you. <laughs> Beautiful, John Jacob. And I want to tie this conversation into Rhythmia Life Advancement Center because uh, I haven't been there yet, but I have dear friends, Ora Nadrich and Benjamin Decker that have taught there multiple times and love it. I know people report, over 97% of people report their experience as being life-changing. And I know right now, Rhythmia is undergoing a full renovation of all the guest rooms during this, taking the opportunity of COVID to really uh, upgrade the facility itself. When people come, like infusing what we're talking about, surrendering, how, what is the experience like for individuals? What would draw them to Rhythmia? Such a beautiful question. Um, you, you know, the, the the interesting thing about uh, Rhythmia, Lisa, in, especially in terms of your work, um, is that we deal with core woundings, mm-hmm. right? When, when mm-hmm. we say that, when, you know, that the, the, the statistic is 97.55% of our guests report a life-changing miracle. Now, the amazing thing about that statistic is that's six months after their stay. Wow. The, the first statistic is upon departure, 95.86% of guests say that they received a miracle. Six months later, 97.5% of those people say that they had a life-changing, that, that, that their experience at Rhythmia changed their lives. So what, what do we call a miracle? Because we're, we're in the business of miracles, right? Yes, <laughs> this is yes. Like, how, do, how do you, and the, the founder and CEO, Gerard Powell, is, a, you know, an innovative entrepreneur and um, and wants to track, he wants data. He wants to make decisions based on fact, not mm-hmm. on feeling. So how, and, and yet we're in the business of miracles. So he, so basically when you come to Rhythmia, which we'll have to get you down there for sure yes. when we open up, yes. um, we have three intentions. And the first intention is, and these intentions were given to us by the medicine, by the plant. Right, okay. so Rhythmia is a plant medicine retreat center where we work with ancient indigenous, powerful plant medicines as well as modern metaphysical techniques to elicit a very specific result. The first intention that we set, as given by the medicine to Jerry, and to us, is show me who I've become. Mm. The second intention is merge me with my soul, mm. and the third intention is heal my heart. Wow! So the, the first the first intention, show me who I've become, is really about the core wounding. At some point, something happened, and it could be as mundane as I didn't get held on time or, or held when I wanted mm-hmm. to or fed on time, or it could be as on the spectrum of, of serious physical or psychological abuse. Anywhere along the spectrum, and I'd love to know your opinion on this, but I think yeah. we would agree that at some point we say who I was at that moment when I didn't get my needs met, who I was wasn't enough. 
to get my needs met. So I've got to project out something else in order to make sure I get my needs met. I've got to be the hero or the jock or the intelligent person or the helper or the drug addict or the, the loser, whatever it is that we think who we think we need to be, we project out um, this other idea of ourselves. And that is our core wounding, our first sense of separation from a sense of wholeness. And we walk around in our life living this lie of who we think we need to be to be loved. So yes. the first act of the medicine is to show you who you've become as a result of that core wounding. And we say at Rhythmia that all disease, all disorder, all unhappiness, all um, addiction emerges from this core wounding, from that wow. sense of separation. Yeah. And the, the act of seeing who we've become is the act of merging with our soul. Mm-hmm. So when, once you see who you've become and you merge to a state of wholeness, we say that uh, plant medicine done wrong will answer every question that you have. You know, is this the right guy for me? Should I be at this job? Where should I live? Where should I live? It'll answer all those questions. You're in communion with the divine. Mm. But plant medicine done right eliminates the questions. Because from a state of wholeness, I know exactly what resonates with me. I know what the next step is. And then the third piece is from that place of wholeness, I can heal my heart. I can forgive the unforgivable and live my life on purpose. So that's, that's our miracle. When you see who you've become, merge with your soul and heal your heart, we say that's a miracle. And that's what those statistics ref- reflect. That at the end of this day, 95.86% of the guests say, I got that. And six months later, 97.55% of the yeses say, that week was the week that changed my life and it's still active in my life. And that's a beautiful statistic because the results, are they, they're exponentially better over time that people leave, get back into their lives. And I think it's a practice and test out what they experienced at Rhythmia in that safe environment, going out into their world, being in their lives. And then I, I'm thinking acting differently, interacting differently. I know you talk in your work and I do in mine around making meaning and telling our story as as we want it to be, telling a new story when a trauma has happened, even from our youth. I like at some point when it's appropriate with my clients to ask them, you know, how would you have liked that to have gone? And to really imagine visualize the intended outcome, you know, whatever they would have wished had happened. And and we can apply that in our lives, going to best case scenario unfolding versus worst case scenarios. And I had a client even yesterday say she feels like that would get her too hopeful versus trying to, uh, I think, bargain with ourselves to be prepared for the worst case scenario. And I shared with her all Mm -hmm. that that does is draw it to you versus imagining your best case scenario. You're really like putting out that vibe and energy of like, oh, you know, this goodness come to me. And I've seen it happen in my own life, John Jacob. Like I've just gotten committed to, you know what, I'm just going to drink the Kool-Aid and just see how this works in my life. If I really just, just believe that only good things come, the best for me. And and it's happening. And it's like, OMG, wow. So it sounds like at Rhythmia, people get a really deep dive. First, spent 20 years in therapy. That's why I wrote my book. I got really frustrated with rehashing traumatic memories over and over, year after year. And I asked in meditation, what is beyond this? And got the information about Chiron and researched and wrote about that. So it sounds like at Rhythmia, you're able to do a really deep, 
dive quickly and come through the other side of the healing of one's heart and even making new meaning that they leave with? Yes, absolutely. You know, one of the things I am a firm believer in therapy. And um, yeah. and and as a, as I am a I'm a practicing spiritual therapist, mm-hmm. right? So we we use all of the traditional elements of um, the therapeutic modalities that have been developed, and we add into that the level of universal principle, so that we're we're guiding uh, based on on um, The beautiful thing about this plant medicine is that it automatically harmonizes us with nature. And it is, it, it, it is in that harmonization that people are able to release 30 years of trauma in one night. It's wow. miraculous. I've had people that were abused by, I mean, here's Jerry, may I take a moment to tell you Jerry's story? Because I think Please. Jerry's story will elicit, will articulate exactly what you just said and why the plant medicine is an effective uh, I don't consider it, I mean, it's amazing, effective, amazingly powerful. I consider it one of my spiritual tools in my spiritual gig bag. Okay. I, it's a, I mean, you still got to meditate. You still got to move your body and exercise and eat healthy, good, living, whole food community and be in service and study. And you got to do all that, right? It's not, it's not a panacea. However, it's a very powerful tool that can catapult you beyond what's been stopping you in a way that's so powerful. So Jerry's story is he started in Scranton, Pennsylvania, got kicked out of every school he ever went to, (laughs) got got kicked out of high school. Finally, like kicked out. There was no public school or private school that would take him. Never graduated from high school. Mm. Got into running drugs and arms. Got arrested at 18 for arms trafficking and drug trafficking, went to prison, was exonerated on all charges, decided I'm going to make something of myself. Okay. Uh, and by the time he was, he was guilty, by the way, but got exonerated. And by the wow. time he was uh, in his 20s, made his first million. By the time he was in his 30s, had taken three companies public. And by the time he was in his 40s, had, I mean, 98 million net. Had, yeah. Uh, planes and boats and cars and homes and everything, but he was amazingly unhappy, suicidal, mm. had a, a Demerol addiction, uh, injectable Demerol, which is like pharmaceutical oh, wow. heroin. Yes, yes. And uh, his, he was married, his wife left him, his kids, you know, he had a home that had a whole floor that was a bar. And, um, and this guy's amazingly unhappy, wants to kill himself, he's injecting Demerol, just shot up, he's on the couch and the elevator rings his kids had come home to get their stuff to go back to their mother's house the elevator doors open and there he is immobile with a syringe hanging out of his arm and his two boys see him and at that moment he said you know i can't i can mess up my own life but i can't mess up the lives of these kids so he decides to go to rehab gets to rehab gets to to passages here in malibu yeah yeah i love that place i've worked with them yeah he, he, and at passages on Sundays, you can go either to the Topanga Canyon Mall or to Agape. So he was like, I'm not going to Agape. I'm going to the mall. He went to the mall for like three weeks. And then finally he goes to Agape and he hears Reverend Michael and he goes, wow, this guy's great. You know, uh, 
he heard Reverend Michael refer to God as she, and he and that freaked him out. And he's like, I, I now realize what my mission is. I got to teach this guy the nature of God because you could be a drug addict or you could be an arms trafficker, but for sure you're going to hell if you think God's a woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> he got he gets us he gets the meeting with Reverend Michael, right? Wow. He says, uh, you know, I'm here to tell you what's up. And Reverend Michael says, I see you're really hurting. I'm going to connect you with Reverend Kathleen and she's going to work with you for two days a week. So he got out of passages. He, he healed his Demerol addiction, but he was still doing coke and smoking cigarettes and weed and drinking a ton, like just crazy. He's working with Reverend Kathleen. He's going to Agape on Wednesdays and Sundays. And, he's, and he calls the old director from passages, Dr. Jeff McNary, and says, I got to see you. You're the only guy I ever really connected with can you can you see me he says i can't see you and the director of passages you have to be a patient here mm. uh and jerry says you know what how much do they pay you i'll pay you that up front and i'll be your only client and he goes look i told you it's an ethical i'll be over in 10 minutes no he said he said <laughs> um I'll, I'll i'll he worked it out and two months later he came and he began working with jerry five days a week so he's seeing Reverend Kathleen two days a week, working with Jerry, with Dr. Jeff five days a week, and going to Agape two days a week. And he's still doing coke, drinking, being a womanizer, cheating, you know, the whole thing. And finally, someone sees he was at a, a, a island in the Philippines. Uh, and he was so upset. He wanted to commit suicide again. He's so unhappy. He takes a picture of a sunset and posts, the sunset, this beautiful sunset, and then writes on the on the post, "This sucks." Mm-hmm. And somebody reached out to him, and she was a shaman, and she said, "I, I have a mutual friend, and and I, I I can see you're hurting, and um, I'd like to come see you. I think I can help you." She came and saw him, and 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 told him about this plant medicine in Costa Rica. So he flies from the Philippines to L.A. drunk, okay. the whole way. His assistant brings his suitcase. He gets the suitcase and flies down to Costa Rica and shows up at this retreat where he meets this shaman. And they give him this plant medicine. And that night, that night that he took that medicine, he asked, why am I such an asshole? Uh, I'm sorry if I said that. And, yes, okay. And, no, you can curse on this show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. And, uh, uh, and the plant medicine showed him, took him, First of all, merged him with his soul. Right? So mm. the three things that we we do, he saw who he became. He saw that who, what kind of energy he had and what kind of person he was. He, he then saw why. And the plant medicine merged him with his soul and took him to his three-year-old self with his grandfather and showed him his grandfather molesting him in a closet uh, in, wow. his, in the grandmother's house. And he, he could see all of that. And, he, and the medicine showed him uh, took him to his father and, and his father, you know, he said, dad, this didn't happen. And his father who is dead, right? So he's in the medicine and he's seen his father. His father said, it happened to me. It happened to everybody. Oh, what makes you think you're so it. special? Wow. And, and, and he sees that aspect. And then the moon, the, the, the medicine shows up for him as the moon. So the moon takes him, uh, shows up and, 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 and with these, hamburger helper hands in his in his journey and 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 reaches into his chest and takes his heart and he sees this black coal of a heart and and the moon can't 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 clean it up and he doesn't want to put it back in his chest and so the moon takes it closes her hands around it and opens her hands up and gives him a new heart 
Wow. He puts it back in his chest. And the next day after ceremony for the first time, you know, if he couldn't sleep with you or make money from you, he didn't want to talk to you. For the first time in his life, he was interested in everybody that was at that retreat. He knew about their kids, their family. He wanted to know about them. By noon, he hadn't had a drink. Wow. Amazing. He was drinking yeah. in the morning. And by five, he hadn't had a cigarette. And, sin- and, and on his next journey, the medicine told him, uh, you're not going to do the retirement plan that you wanted, which was a series of strip clubs in airports called the cockpit. Okay. <laughs> that was his retirement plan. The, the moon said, you're not doing the cockpit, Jerry. You're going to buy a retreat in Costa Rica. And two kinds of people are going to come there, light workers and light warriors. And they're going to come there to see who they've become, to merge with their soul, and to heal their heart, and to make a great difference on the planet, as Reverend Michael would say, to be a beneficial presence on the planet. And within two months of that first journey, he sold everything that he owned. He doesn't own a house. He doesn't own cars. or I mean, he does in Costa Rica, but sold his whole, I mean, sold everything. Put all of his money into Rhythmia. Holy and, shit. And it started... Yeah, I'm telling you, this is a labor of love, man. I didn't know this story. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Keep that's going. That's how Rhythmia yeah. came to be. That's how Rhythmia came to be. And, and I mean, in the first years, we were getting 10 and 15 and 20 people coming. And he would just write checks, just eating into his money on his own. He did it all on his own, writing checks to keep the place afloat. And up right up until COVID, it was the first two consecutive quarters that we were sold out. Like ninety-five percent occupancy plus didn't have room for people, um, and we know that that demand is coming again. But that's the that's the origin of Rhythmia, and that is why we have the three intentions, and that's why this is so much more than uh, just a retreat center. Right? Absolutely it's like really. More. I want to come back after the break and talk to you more about plant medicine. John Jacob, I'm just going to give a word out to my sponsors. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Sleep Cycle is the app to help you improve your sleep. It tracks and analyzes your sleep, the quality of it, in fact, through your phone and wakes you up during your perfect window of light sleep. You set your alarm like usual through the Sleep Cycle app, and it wakes you up when it senses you're not in that deep REM sleep, but lighter sleep, so it's easier to wake up with less disruption. Sleep Cycle has been tracking and measuring sleep for over a decade, and while you sleep, the app listens to your sounds and analyzes your sleep patterns. It gives you a chart when you wake up, which has been really interesting for me to see. It it shows on a graph when you're in your deep REM sleep, when you dip out of it or come up out of it when you're back in it and it gives you a percentage rating of how well you slept and the goal is to sleep 100% well and it, it helps you understand your habits, your patterns. It can guide you into a routine that helps increase the quality of your rest which in turn boosts your health platform in general. Sleep Cycle is fully integrated with Apple Health exchanging sleep analysis and heart rate information. 
It's not intrusive. You just set your phone next to your bed or in your bed, wherever you like it to be. And there are two options. There's a free version of Sleep Cycle, and then there's a premium version of the app. And as my listener, you can take advantage of a seven-day free trial of their premium subscription by going and downloading the Sleep Cycle app. Try it out free. Cancel anytime for seven days and you simply go to sleepcycle.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. That's sleepcycle.com forward slash ATT. And my favorite feature is when you wake up, there's an option to put your finger over the flashlight and it takes your resting heart rate. And that really correlates with your heart health. The lower resting heart rate you have typically, the better health your heart's in. So it's just a cool feature that I really enjoy. If you like audiobooks as much as I do, audible.com offers you a free audiobook download of your choice. As my listener, go to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And I, in fact, just found out today that I'm going to start recording my audiobook. I'm so excited. I've listened to them for years and now I'm going to have one out there as well. So if you don't already have a sub- subscription to Audible, check them out, get your free download. You can cancel within 30 days before they charge you the next month, or you can keep it. And you receive one audiobook a month when you do subscribe. So that's audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. John Jacob, so can I ask you a bit about plant medicine? Because hearing about Jerry's just complete transformation and even you talking about um, the the plant medicine really helping to heal deep trauma in, in such a profound, powerful way. Correct. Okay. And so for people that aren't familiar with how plant medicine is beneficial, can you share a bit with us about that Absolutely. technology? Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So, you know, I have to say, uh, first of all, ayahuasca is a schedule one drug in the United States. And, you know, as, as a clinician, I know that you understand that drugs have very specific characteristics, one of which is there's a tolerance that's created. When, it, when something, when you're taking a drug, you get a tolerance and the, you need to take more of it in order to get the same effect. Right. And there's a dependency that addiction can be psychological or physical. And there's, and they're based on the addiction, there's a withdrawal that occurs. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that we call it plant medicine uh, because it is medicinal. It does not build up a tolerance. You know, in other words, even really the more ayahuasca you do the less you need right? mm-hmm. um, there is no physical uh, or mental withdrawal you can stop anytime so it doesn't have the right. characteristics of, of a drug um, and and we know that all medicine all every pharmaceutical that's ever existed has come from a plant it's synthesized in the lab it is but its it origins is. Yes. come from a plant so we know plants are powerful yes whether it's garlic or uh, cumin or turmeric or, you know, rosemary. I mean, all the oregano, all of these plants have very powerful therapeutic effects. And then there are a range of plants that have a psychoactive effect and, yes. and affect us. Uh, and there's lots of research being done in ayahuasca right now um, because it has had great, tremendous results with healing um, post-traumatic Trauma. stress. Yes. Right. 
PTSD yeah. with, with veterans, uh, as well as addiction. Look, Jerry released his addictions. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't, he drinks on occasion, uh, but hasn't done any of those other drugs, you know, like doesn't smoke cigarettes and he smoked 800 cigarettes a month, right? It, there's something because it, it, uh, and it, it, it increases serotonin levels in the body, uh, as well as um, compounds of harmine and harmaline, which are neurogenesis producing compounds and allow us to forge new neural pathways. I mean, that's all happening on the physiological level, but there's a vibrational and spiritual component mm. to these plants, mm-hmm. right? This is a concentrated drop of nature, right? That, that, we're, that we're consuming. And if you study anything about fractals, you know that fractals are patterns in nature that are, are, are represented as mathematical equations. The Fibonacci sequence is a fractal pattern that we mm. see everywhere. This, the, the, the spiral, the nautilus, we see that pattern in nature. If you take a tree and turn it upside down, it looks like the uh, pulmonaries of our lungs. If you look from the airplane at the alluvial fan of a river, it looks like our venal system. The patterns in nature are reflected and are based on mathematical equations. We see it everywhere. So as we simply walk in nature, we're harmonizing our bodies physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally with those patterns, patterns within us that are, that are replicated in nature. The plant medicine is a concentrated drop of that harmonizing essence. And it has a very high vibrational frequency. And what that happens is we purge when we drink the medicine. There's a physical purge, an emotional purge. In other words, anything that is unlike that high vibrational frequency uh, has to either up level or get out. <laughs> okay, I've never heard it explained like that, and it makes so much sense. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, so that that's what that's why plant medicine is so effective. And again, it's not the only way. Breath work is another. Tr- this is the super highway way. Uh, now, integration being doing the medicine, going into ceremony, drinking, you know, drinking this tea and experiencing how it unfolds for you, what it shows you, your communion with God, the communion with your higher self. Um, you know, that we have people that come out of ceremony and go, I talk to God all night, all night. And, and it's really themselves that they're speaking yes. to, they're, the eternal nature of who they are. They see things. Um, uh, make realizations, heal physically, physical healings, emotional healings. Um, the reason why this is happening is that high vibrational aspect and that harmonizing aspect that we're coming into harmony with an aspect of ourselves. Um, I think I think I'd like to just put a period on it there and let you ask a question because I think I've talked myself off my point. No, I like that because it sounds like that would help with fear that people might have around trying to plant medicine because i imagine you know it could feel scary to kind of give over surrender to go back to the beginning of the show to surrender to the plant medicine and what arises from within you absolutely and that's one of the reasons why rhythmia is such a unique setting because we are the world's only medically licensed uh 
plant medicine retreat and wellness center. We are licensed by the Costa Rica right, Ministry of Health. Yes. We have yes, that, and that's huge. We have we're we're governed by the Ministry of Health. We have MDs, registered nurses, a full clinic, uh, as well as um, psychologists and psychiatrists. In addition to our list, our holistic shamanic staff. Right, so that the whole panoply is there. In addition, you know, it's a five-star resort. We're redoing the rooms; they're going to be even nicer. But it's farm-to-table organic. It's very food safe and very, very safe. I'm hearing safe. lots of yeah, and I've had clients go to ayahuasca retreat centers that that were not. And so yeah, I know that you all are safe, very controlled. The full spectrum of professionals there. Massage and volcanic mud baths and cryo pools and heated pools and saunas and wow. uh, metaphysical classes and we had thought leaders like Jack Canfield and Bruce Lipton and Anita Borjani and you know yeah, the the, best Michael Beckwith yeah top people coming by uh, Panache Desai and you know all, all of these fabulous Kimberly and Foster Gamble of a brilliant movie coming out Thrive Two is coming out soon all these are the thought leaders that are there to lead you in metaphysical classes and teachings while you're, you know, you do the plant medicine ceremonies at night and you go to classes during the day, there's breath work, um, all of it designed in a, in a, in a yoga, uh, meditation. I mean, it's just a huge wellness week. All of these things designed to elicit this particular response that you get a life-changing miracle that you awaken to the truth of who you are um, and, and can then step powerfully into life as as a beneficial presence, as a whole and complete person, right? And free from, like I said, plant medicine eliminates the questions because you're whole, coming from a state of wholeness, mm-hmm. and life moves easily. We flow with life instead of working so hard and striving and trying against it. So the, the unique piece of Rhythmia really is the medical license and the safety that it's, yes. it's, a, it's really a five-star resort that, that helps people feel much, much safer than, like you said, going to the, some jungle and sleeping on a burlap Exactly. With, <laughs> with somebody who doesn't speak English, you know? Right. So, John Jacob, the last point I want to tie in, our time is elapsing so quickly, and I feel like it fits in here, is that you all have developed the first spiritual dating app called Our Love. And what I noticed about it is that it asks different questions. For instance, it asks the app is based upon creating a soul signature based on the synergy of your lifestyle choices, your core spiritual similarities, and your and sexual attraction. But the questions asked, I noticed, were like, you know, plant medicine, like, you know, more specific than just checking off, are you Buddhist, Christian, atheist? There's so much more depth in, in how you live your lifestyle. Uh, I wanted Linda to know about that and think our time's gone. so much. Yeah. Yes, and, and the time has gone by so fast because you're such a phenomenal interviewer and a, thank you. an easy conversation. Oh, you're so such a wonderful you guest, for- John Jacob. This is like se- seamless. Thank you. I feel yeah. the same way. It's been a joy. So uh, our love is, this really came out of Rhythmia because we saw so many people uh, who were coming to Rhythmia, awakening to this truth of who they are. And then, you know, so many of them were single and they wanted to connect with other like-minded individuals who were on this path. You know, you want to, you want your life partner to be walking in the same direction as you are. Yes, <laughs> you know, absolutely. This is exactly the same as you. But, uh, you know, walking in, the, walking in the same direction will be good. So yes. um, this is really the soul signature is really created, as you so lovely, beautifully said, based on 
your lifestyle, your spiritual, like we really want to know, like what classes, who are you studying? We ask questions about what retreats do you go to? Do you meditate? Do you, are you into yes. what, what types of yoga? Is it Reiki? Is it, so no other app is asking about those, that level of spiritual no, and lifestyle involvement. Um, now I will say that with, uh, with COVID and the resort being closed, we've had to, to limit our resources a little bit on the app, um, which is just sort of in this mode right now where we are perfecting aspects of the app itself. It's still available. You can still download it and check it out, play with it. Um, and, and then once we reopen, we'll be able to do a big push and get more people on it. Um, but we've had this, we've had, you know, just because of COVID, we've had to, to limit it a little bit, but it, I highly encourage people to check it out because there's still active folks on there and the app itself, you can get set up and get ready so that when the big push comes, you're on it. And it's a, it's really beautifully set up and beautifully designed. You know, and I think what we have online, go through files to really refine the message, who who we want to be, what we're putting out there. So it makes sense that y'all are refining as well, the app, not just Rhythmia during this time. Yes. And, and it really, you know, I, I, as a single person who uses these apps, I love it because, because I'm able to connect with a whole different, you know, when I'm on different apps, and like the person doesn't have to be as into spirituality or as devoted to meditation or plant medicine as I am, but it sure helps if they at least have some, you know, it's the hardest thing when you go out on a date and it's like, oh, you're right. I'm just not, not quite on the same Vibing. level. Yeah. Vibing, right. Like nothing wrong with Netflix, but I'd like to do something else, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. Um, this really allows you to have that base. Uh, a level of connection and to know, you know, people are at least uh, like-minded and, and facing the same direction as you and interested in the same things that are important around our spiritual growth and development. It's a, and it's beautiful. It's really beautifully designed and great pictures. And then we'll have, we have uh, um, Andrea Pennington, who is a, a wonderful medical doctor and thought leader and speaker who is our, our, our love coach. And she, awesome. um, and you can also go to, uh, go to the app, go to our love feels. It's our blog. You can check out our blog and, um, Matt Boggs, who is a, an amazing love coach for women is we're doing a whole series with him. Oh, so yeah, there's lots of stuff currently really, happening. Yes. Really cool tips for dating virtually right now during COVID yes. that he's putting out. Yeah. Really great videos. So definitely check out rlove.com because that, so it's R, the letter R, L-O-V-E, it's for Rhythmia Love, um, .com. And there's, there's those blogs. I'm so glad you were checking it out, Lisa, because there's great stuff from Andrea Pennington yeah. and from Matt Boggs and from other, other um, thought leaders in the field who, are, who can help us, give us some tips during this time because dating's different now. John Jacob, I so appreciate you taking your time. And today, I love talking to you. And is Rhythmia.com the best website for people to go to if they're interested in learning Absolutely. more, investigating? Okay, cool. Yes. It has been a great joy, Lisa. I'm so honored. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for your, your brilliant, open-hearted inquiry and who you are in the world and all that you're doing. I want to talk to you. I want to get you on my show. Let's, we'll do that next. 
I love that. That'd be such an honor. Thank you, John Jacob. I'm sending you love. I feel like I love you. We have so many connections, and I just really am del- delighted about speaking with you today as well. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That concludes my show today with John Jacob Mubarak. Find out more at rhythmia.com, R-Y-T-H-M-I-A.com. And if you have enjoyed this conversation, please go to iTunes, pull up All Things Therapy, and give the podcast a written review and star rating. It really helps a lot with visibility. All of my love to you, and I'll be with you next week. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tai.